The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. your free happy monday i'm leslie marshall welcome or welcome back only true democracy in talk radio of four and by you the people live in the radio nationwide streaming live at lesliemarshallshow.com forward slash stream keep in mind we stream live when we broadcast live monday through friday three to six p.m eastern Pick up the phone and join us in this hour. It's just you, just me, your opinions, your comments, your questions, your concerns. After all, it is your talk show, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 to call. Tweet, follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. On Facebook, like our fan page, facebook.com forward slash The Leslie Marshall Show. And um, emails, just go to our website, lesliemarshallshow.com, and send those along. If it is related to the program and what we're talking about in this hour, I will be glad to share it as well. But I'd love to talk to you. It is a talk show, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. There were big wins, some say not so big. Donald Trump in South Carolina, 10%, double digit there. Hillary Clinton, 6%. And Jeb Bush dropped out. Left and right, there was South Carolina for the right, Nevada for the left. And, of course, tomorrow the right goes to Nevada. We're going to talk about what happened. I have some questions for you. But let's reminisce a bit for those that didn't get to watch or were busy having a life outside of politics. Uh, First off, Hillary Clinton, the polls showed neck and neck with Bernie Sanders. And although it was a win, it wasn't by 0.2% or whatever. This was not Iowa when 72% of the votes were in. She was declared the winner. Here's Hillary Clinton in her victory speech after the caucus in the state of Nevada. Cut one. I am so, so thrilled and so grateful to all of my supporters out there. Some may have doubted us, but we never doubted each other. And this one's for you. I want to congratulate Senator Sanders on a hard-fought race here. And I want to thank each and every one of you. You turned out in every corner of this state with determination and purpose. Hotel and casino workers who never wavered. (laughs) Students with too much debt and small business owners who never go off the clock. Tens of thousands of men and women with kids to raise, bills to pay, and dreams that won't die. This is your campaign. And it is... It is a campaign to break down every barrier that holds you back. We're going to build ladders of opportunity in their place so every American can go as far as your hard work can take you. And to the thousands of volunteers and organizers who worked so hard in this state. 
to the more than 750,000 people who've gone to HillaryClinton.com and contributed what you could, the vast majority giving less than $100, and to the millions of people across our country who are supporting our campaign. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We hear you. We see you. We're incredibly grateful to you because we're in this together. Hillary Clinton in her victory speech after the Nevada caucus. Now, Hillary did very well in Nevada with women, and that was a surprise because she didn't in Iowa or New Hampshire. And in addition, she did very well with African-Americans. And uh, the youth went out for Bernie, the older uh, voters. It's sort of like she's got everybody. He's got 44 and under, and she's got, uh, you know, 45 and older, to be honest, uh, numbers-wise. It's like really split pretty much in the middle of – if we can live a long life, right? Uh, but uh, Bernie Sanders did better with Hispanics than I and many other people thought that he would. And we'll see how that plays out in some of the other states um, on Super Tuesday next week. But I also know, which was interesting, I was listening to a special on NPR. It was taking place in Nevada. And a lot of Hispanics are laborers in the state of Nevada and had to work Saturday. Remember, it was a caucus, not a primary, so they couldn't just go on their lunch hour. They had to be available for hours throughout a day. So a number of people that were interviewed, like, you know, are you going to vote? Can't go to work. Can't go to work. Can't go to work. And these were specifically Hispanics, you know, across the board. They didn't even ask who they support. And some people said who they supported, but they felt bad because they couldn't take the time to caucus um, because they work a six-day week or they definitely work Saturdays uh, in whatever part of uh, industry they're in, whether they're in construction or hotels or uh, restaurants, that kind of thing. Speaking of Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders thanks to his supporters in Nevada. This was his concession speech. Thank you, Nevada, for the extraordinary support that we have received today. You know, five weeks ago, we were 25 points behind in the polls. And we have made some real progress. A, a little while ago, I called up Secretary Clinton and congratulated her and her staff for their victory here in Nevada. They ran a very aggressive, effective campaign, and I applaud them for their efforts. is the issue of momentum, is the issue of bringing more and more people into the political process. When we began in Iowa, we were 50 points behind. When we began in New Hampshire, we were 30 points behind. And we were way behind here in Nevada. But what I think is happening is that as people hear our message, and it's a tough message because it speaks to the truth of an American society today that a lot of people just don't want to address. And that is the fact that we have a corrupt campaign finance system which is undermining American democracy and must be changed. Yeah.
pipes and their super PACs to continue to buy elections in the United States of America. And that was Senator Sanders thanking his supporter in his concession speech. Let's go over to the right. Donald Trump won in South Carolina by 10 percentage points. This was the Trump's uh, or portion of victory speech. I was watching upstairs, and it was really amazing to be watching what I was watching. And some of the pundits, and, I, you know, overall fair, but not too much, but uh, a number of the pundits said, well, if a couple of the other candidates dropped out, if you add their scores together, it's going to equal Trump. But these geniuses, they're geniuses. They don't understand that as people drop out, I'm going to get a lot of those votes also. You don't just, you don't just add them together. So I think we're going to do very, very well. I think we're going to do very well. I want to also congratulate the other candidates. And in particular, I have to say, uh, Ted and Marco did a really good job, and they got, uh, they did quite well, as I understand. And. Nah, no. Come on. Just a, just one minute. Come on. One second, right? Good. Okay. We go back to war tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning we'll be back. But I just want to congratulate the other candidates. There's nothing easy about running for president, I can tell you. It's tough. It's nasty. It's mean. It's vicious. It's beautiful. <laughs> when you win, it's beautiful. And we're going to start. We are going to start winning for our country. We're going to start winning. Okay, so Donald Trump said he'll get some of the votes as people drop out. Not too far off there, Jeb Bush supporters actually, uh, some of them, and there weren't that many of them, uh, supported Donald Trump. 23% of them don't know where they're going to go, but it's not Bush's voters as much as the cash that some of those other candidates need. Uh, And uh, as a result, uh, Jeb Bush said... Um, out of the game. He uh, suspended his campaign. This is uh, Jeb Bush, former governor of Florida. When I began this journey in Miami, I committed that I would campaign as I would serve, going everywhere, speaking to everyone, keeping my word, facing the issues without flinching, and staying true to what I believe. For the better, better part of a year, I've endeavored to do just exactly that. I have put forth a vision for America that includes all because our country deserves a president for everyone. The presidency is bigger than any one person and is certainly bigger than any candidate. This is not, uh, we're, we're different in our country because our head of state is not above us, but because the head of state, the people that aspire to the presidency are part of the people. In a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, we elect a president like us, imperfect under God's watchful eye. I've had a front row seat to this office for most of my adult life. I've seen fallible men rise up to the challenges of our time with humility and clarity of purpose to make our nation safer, stronger, and freer. I firmly believe the American people must entrust this office to someone who understands that whoever holds it is a servant not the master, someone who will commit to that service with honor and decency. Our next president will lead an extraordinary country whose people have always made the improbable possible in big ways and small. Every day, Americans test the boundaries of freedom and achieve more than what they could have ever dreamed. But over the last seven years, 
our nation's bright light has become little more than a flicker. We have retreated from the world stage. The American values that have brought peace and opportunity are fading. That is not the America we know and love. America is a country that thinks big, acts boldly, and leads without apology. It will be up to the next president to restore that kind of leadership. I'm proud of the campaign that we've run to unify our country and to advocate conservative solutions that would give more Americans the opportunity to rise up and reach their God-given potential. But the people of Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina have spoken, and I really respect their decision. So tonight, I am suspending my campaign. And here's somebody audibly yell, no, right? And he's like, yep. You know, uh, you could tell he uh, was beaten down. Well, for those of us that didn't want to hear the name Bush again in the White House, you got your wish. I got to say, I think it would be a fairer fight if Jeb Bush were the nominee, and it would have been a harder fight, I think, for Democrats. When we come back, we're going to hear from uh, Marco Rubio congratulating Trump, and we'll also hear Ted Cruz speak to his supporters. But, of course, more important than that, we're going to take your calls. Quick break, so if you're holding, hang on. You want to join us? I have some questions for you. Pick up the phone and join me, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Are Bernie Sanders' chances of upsetting Hillary Clinton dwindling after the loss in Nevada, the double-digit lead the polls say she has in South Carolina, and Super Tuesday just a week away, eight days away. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Right now, Bernie Sanders, they say, is slated to win about three states on Super Tuesday. Will Hillary sweep into the nomination next week, or will Bernie do better than the polls are predicting? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. If Trump becomes the GOP nominee... Who's going to have a better chance to defeat him, Hill or Byrne, and why? Do you think they both could beat him? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Donald Trump did more than win his second easy victory in South Carolina over the weekend. He proved he can dominate a race in the South. Is his momentum too much for other GOP hopefuls to overcome? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And a year ago... Would you expect the GOP presidential race to look like it does now? Jeb Bush out, Trump dominating the primaries? Remember when Ben Carson was in the lead? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is the Republican Party starting to lose hope of anyone beside Donald Trump being their party's nominee? 888-6-LESLIE. And where will the supporters of Jeb Bush go? Do you suspect Marco Rubio... Because they've had a close relationship, although some say there's no love loss there. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And why won't the GOP establishment back Trump? Or is that going to change? If he wasn't such a crass candidate, would his nomination be inevitable? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Two more. Will Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz be able to upset Trump in Nevada or on Super Tuesday? 888-6-LESLIE. And it's come out that Bernie Sanders was arrested for his involvement in the civil rights movement. Does that matter to voters? To you? Will it help his campaign, particularly in the South? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Tweet, follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Back to your calls, your tweets, some more audio right after this. Leslie Marshall, straight and on point. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie Marshall, 
Not left, not right. Just real talk. talking about what happened in South Carolina for those on the right and what happened in Nevada for those on the left. What's coming up tomorrow in Nevada for those on the right and Super Tuesday next week for both sides. Getting your take, no matter what side you're on, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's start it out on line three in Humboldt County with Dave. Hey, Dave, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Leslie, is that me? Yep. Well, I am very much a suspicious person when it comes to these elections, I have to ask myself the question, why is the United States the last country in the world to still rely on electronic voting? <laughs> I look back and I ask, how was the president of Bebold able to promise that he would deliver the election to George Bush when he wasn't very popular? I I, I ask several things over and over, and I, it adds up to me that there are those people in this country that can and will and do regulations. They flip votes wherever they need to. That's my concern. So I ask it. Um, I, you know, that we've had this conversation and we've, you know, talked about this issue before, and you know, I I hear what you're saying. But are you then saying that these winners left or right aren't truly winners because you think the system's rigged and it can't be trusted? Well, you know, I just looking right now in Nevada, it looks like everything, everything in Nevada turned out to be the reverse of what it was expected. That is to say, those constituents that Bernie expected to win, he lost. And those constituents that Hillary expected to lose, she won. And that's so it's almost like, wow, it looks like they just flipped all the votes went to the opposite person. All right. All right. Thank you, Dave. we got to take a break. We'll be back. If you're holding, hang on. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Support Leslie by supporting her show. Go to LeslieMarshallShow.com forward slash members to find out how. Back to the calls. Asked a lot of questions. Let's get your take here. Oh, guys, you got to resend it for some reason. I don't have it there uh, in IM, so if you could uh, resend it. Let's uh, start with uh, Lizzie in Alaska on line three. Lizzie, good afternoon. What's your take on this? On the presidential election this year? Yeah. I, I would say that as a society, we have our hands full. <laughs> uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. Well, now, where do you lie, left or right, so we can talk about – well, actually, you can talk about either race, regardless of who you support. So which race would you rather talk about, the Democrats uh, just you know getting out of Nevada or the Republicans just getting out of South Carolina? Well, I would say I used to be very, very liberal, and then once I, you know, went to a bunch of rallies and did a bunch of different stuff with politics, I became more um, independent because 
to me, both sides are sort of playing the same game, <laughs> just different avenues. But I'd say definitely, I, I, I hate using this term, but the lesser of two evils thing probably always will go towards Democrat just because some of the stuff the Republican Party says scares me on a personal level. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of scares, uh, I would imagine Donald Trump has said some things that are pretty scary to you based on what you just said. Um, oh, yeah. who, who, do, who do you, on, on the left, who do you think would be able to beat the Donald, Hillary or Bernie? I think Bernie, because the way that Obama technically, I mean, not to be whatever won, ended up being the youth vote, and Bernie has the youth vote, so he'll pull out all of the, all the younger people will come out to vote for him, even though he's older, so... All right, so you think uh, you think just like Obama, but he didn't have the numbers in Iowa among youth that the president did when he ran. I think it's more of a nobody really thinks he's going to make it on the ballot yet, and they're waiting to see what's going to happen. Like people don't want to open up their mouths because nobody. But, but likes tell me, tell me honestly, later. tell me honestly, in a country where you have Republicans and even some Democrats supporting a man who said ban Muslims and Latinos are rapist and is just beyond demeaning to women, how do you get a uh, Woodstock, flower child, hippie, Jewish socialist who they're saying, you know, was once arrested for, you know, you know, for marching and, you know, for protesting and didn't hold like, you know, a decent job till he was 40. How does that win with America? I love Senator Sanders, but Senator Sanders represents the left of the left. How in a general oh, yeah. election does that work? Because you got a lot of people who are right in the center, and he's just too far left. And for some reason, Trump is just not considered for them to be so far right. I guess what I'm asking you is, if America seems to be so filled with hate, why would they elect a love, flower child kind of candidate? Because, see, that's the thing, is that I, psychology-wise, in general, you're going to see the people who are yelling and screaming and, not to be mean, sort of acting ridiculous. Obviously, that's who you see first. If you're walking down the road, who do you see? You see a bunch of people or you see a clown standing there yelling with, like, an outfit on? That's the first thing. So I'm hoping that, you know, the people like me who are a little more calm, a little more reserved with the way we're going to go about talking and saying things are just sitting at home going, you know, I'm not going to get in an argument, but I'll go vote when it comes time to vote. So uh, l- let, me, let me ask you something else. Um, Bernie just lost in Nevada, not by a lot, but still, you know, at six percentage points, it, it, it looks like he's going to get clobbered in South Carolina. And some people are saying on Super Tuesday he's only going to have three states and she's going to sweep the rest. Do you think that the polls will be wrong when all is said and done next week? I never based anything off of polling. Ever, because it always, it never seems to be completely geared towards stuff, but I do know that uh, I, I won't vote for somebody just because to vote for them. And I know people are saying that for the liberal side of the Democratic Party, that that's us saying we're going to let it all burn. But to me, the voting process is like a, that's what you get to say to your government. You might not write a letter all year, you might not do whatever, but that's what you're saying to your government, how you feel about things. So I'm not just going to vote for Hillary if she gets the ballot. So I really hope other people feel that way. So, All right. Thank you. I appreciate the call, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you again there, Lizzie. Uh, what's the weather like in Alaska today? Um, we've had, like, mini blizzards off and on, which is sort of crazy because we haven't had a winter at all, and now that it's springtime, we have winter. So Interesting. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. All right, Lizzie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think strong people live in Alaska. I really do because I could not deal with that. What twelve hours of darkness? I, I just uh, I have I have to put like the eye things on and the earplugs. I gotta really let my brain know it is time to sleep. Let's go to Andy in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Line one. Andy. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you're welcome. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Um, you know, uh, I don't think Henry Kissinger has left American soil for probably thirty years. Um, and uh, the most refreshing thing I've ever heard over come over the airwaves was Bernie Sanders' demolition of Mr. Kissinger. And so it makes me wonder, and I'm open-minded, uh, I'd love to hear you, you know, uh, tell me what's good about Henry Kissinger. Well, first of all, it is very common when somebody is a president, or in her case, a secretary of state, to speak to their predecessors, because you're stepping into a role that is new for you to speak to people that have had the job before. So I wouldn't have a problem with her talking to Condoleezza Rice, even though Condoleezza Rice was working with Bush and Cheney when we invaded the sovereign nation of Iraq. Good things about Henry Kissinger. He opened up the door and provided a pathway of relations with China that the United States didn't have, and he was instrumental in that. So one of the areas I feel that Hillary Clinton would speak to him about, and, and she mentioned at the debate, would be, you know, regarding China. Another is, you know, Henry Kissinger's own background. I mean, he does, co- you know, his, his own background. He comes from another country. He understands uh, the people. He understands the government, the, the, the economy, the commerce, uh, the, the mindset. That can be very helpful to a secretary of state, especially when traveling to that country or meeting with those individuals. And then even though he's not given a lot of credit, he, he's, he's the one who, uh, in a sense, led the charge and helped to draft the peace treaty with Vietnam. In other words, to help bring our troops home, which was beyond long overdue. So those would be three things. I'm not a huge fan of Henry Kissinger, but, I mean, to be fair, there are some things that were positive that he is known for uh, in, in his career. And those would be three, perhaps even only, the accomplishments that he has. Well, okay. I don't think it uh, that uh, what you've uh, touted overcomes the deaths of millions of innocent people. But I don't. I don't honestly. Whether it's Hillary to Bernie or Bernie to Hillary. No, and what I, I'm saying, what I mean by that is, is that you know, I mean, look, my first comment. I mean, the guy hasn't left the United States in 30 years. If he leaves the United, I States, don't think you understand what I'm saying. If if you take my job and you're a Republican. Okay, And you call me and you ask me questions about having hosted this show. I don't think that's wrong for anybody to do of anyone. And I honestly think it's wrong for Hillary or Bernie to uh, try and poke holes with each other's relationships on a professional level. I I think that's something Republicans do. I think we're better than that. Well – just, uh, and being that most of the people that support Bernie are 44 years of age and younger and probably didn't know who the hell Henry Kissinger was, I thought it was a really poor choice of attack. I think there could have been other areas where he would um, attack, if you will, or debate and uh, challenge Mrs. Clinton, well, as I, I felt know, that I'll, she should I'll, have done as well. I'll debate you on that because uh, wouldn't we expect uh, our young people to know history? And uh, Well, we would expect not. our young people to know history, but the hey, reality I'm... is if you look at the polls, poll after poll after poll after poll, the, the, the young people are very apathetic. That's one of the reasons they flock to Bernie on the left and Trump on the right because they, they want outsiders. 
and obviously they're not very knowledgeable about government because Senator Sanders has been in government the majority of his life. He's not an outsider. I mean, he started, yes, as mayor of Vermont, but, you know, he was in the House, he was in the Senate, and I like him, and I think it's great he's an independent, but he caucused with Democrats. He's well, been a Washington insider for years. Okay, so I'll just wind it up by this. You know, it was just delightful for me as a, as a person in his mid-50s um, to hear Bernie Sanders tear down uh, uh, Henry Kissinger and uh, it was just wonderful because uh, usually all we get is Henry Kissinger for an hour on the stupid Charlie Rose show, you know? Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't watch Charlie Rose, but I appreciate the call. See you um, later. I, I appreciate, I appreciate the, uh, the call. And um, I've seen Charlie Rose. Every time I've seen Charlie Rose, I watch occasionally or channel surf by. I don't think I've ever seen Henry Kissinger on the show. I'm sure he's been on once, and maybe a TV station replays it if it had high ratings. Uh, let's continue with the calls, and we go to Victor in Milwaukee on Line 4. Hey, Victor, how you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing good. Um, you know, Victor, many, many years ago, I worked at WTMJ filling in for a woman's maternity leave, just briefly, but I got to live in the city uh, for one month. Uh, Milwaukee is one of those cities that gets a bad rap. It's, it's a great city, a lot of great people there. Yeah, it is a great city. I enjoy it very much. Victor, what's your, um, what's your take on this? Uh, I I just wanted to give you my opinion on who would be best going up against Trump. And um, I'm going to have to go with Bernie Sanders is going to be a better uh, contender against Trump, only because I just don't feel like independent. Well, Dem- there are a lot of Democrats who don't like Hillary because of her ties to Wall Street and and her voting record and everything else. There are a lot of independents that really don't like Hillary, and then there are a lot of Republicans that really, really don't like um, Hillary. So I think. Well, there are a lot of Republicans that really, I'm just to play devil's advocate, that really, really don't like Bernie. Um, they're... Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, my, uh, I'll give you an example. My mom, who is a staunch Republican, hates Trump. She's, she's Latino. She despises Trump. But the thing is, she can look at Bernie Sanders and kind of, oh, the guy's got some charisma, he's got some charm, he's, you know, wants to help people out with health care and everything. But when she looks at Hillary, it's a completely different story. So yeah, I, but what's I, interesting is uh, your mother, a former Republican, would well, go she is from... A Republican. She is a Republican. Now. She is a Republican. Republicans right. don't like socialism, and Bernie Sanders is a Democratic socialist who wants the government, the tax dollars of the people... Uh, to pay for everything, and not only that, he's not saying how. For example, to me, and I, like I said, I like and respect Senator Sanders, and I would attack Hillary if she was saying this. To me, when he says, you know, free college and Wall Street's going to pay for it, is as dumb a statement as we're building a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. Because it's not okay. a reality. It's not going to happen, especially with a Republican majority House, and a Republican majority House is not going to change for a few election cycles. Well, you know, if you I, I mean, there's there's realities there. There, I can stand up there and say, and I'll give you tacos every Tuesday, and I'll give you this, and I'll give you that, and then I get elected, and I can't, I can't fulfill any of those promises. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, he's a, he's at least thrown, he's at least going against the grain. Hillary's kind of gone with the ebb and flows. Where, you know, whatever whatever the general populace likes, she kind of just goes and votes for their votes for that, and can, can you know whether it's the TPP plan or whether it's whether it's um, uh, marriage equality, whether it's 
uh, trade deals, whatever. It's it's Bernie's been pretty consistent as far as that goes. But that another another reason another reason I feel that Bernie would be better is because there's a lot of money behind the Clintons, and money is getting a lot of whether people want to believe it or not. I believe money is getting a lot of their a lot of their votes. Um, I don't feel like Bernie. I feel like Bernie has a voter who's actually wants change. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I think what's going to happen to Hillary is kind of what happened to Jeff. They tossed a bunch of money at him, but it didn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think what happened to Jeb is going to happen to her simply because she's had larger numbers. Remember, the Democrats have two people. The Republicans have a handful. So it's a very, very different. Uh, Jeb, Jeb Bush did not um, walk no, away he, from he, running he for president. Up. He didn't stop his campaign over the weekend because of money. He stopped his campaign over the weekend because of votes. Uh, she's won Iowa and Nevada. She has more delegates, and the one with the most delegates wins, both left or right. Great, I understand that, but she's gotten as far as she's gotten because of the money, and my, that's my. No, opinion. I don't. I don't agree with that. As a matter of fact, the number one reason people uh, vote for an individual is name recognition. So her name has a lot to do with it, and her experience has a lot to do with that. I mean, you may be pro Bernie and hate, you know hate Hillary, but dude, this is what's you know what this is. If Donald Trump becomes president, I've said it before, I've said it on national TV, and I will say it now. I will blame the Democrats. If Donald Trump becomes president, I will blame the Democrats because what I'm hearing is meow between Hillary and Bernie. I don't meow Bernie. If if Senator Sanders is the nominee, I will back I will back him. I will back him. You just proved my point right there. You don't meow Bernie, but Bernie fans do meow Hillary. Exactly. You're doing it right now. And you guys, when Donald Trump is your president, thank you. I'll thank you. For a reason, though. I'll thank you. No, you're you're doing it for the wrong reason. You don't need to split a party to favor one candidate in that party. Bernie Sanders is an independent, and he's borrowing the Democratic title, if you will, running as a Democrat. We'll be back. Tired of the screaming? Leslie Marshall, just telling it like it is. Catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Let's get back to the calls. In California, line three, Jake and Eureka listening on our affiliate KGOE, 1480 AM. Hey, Jake, how you doing? Good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How you doing? Hey, um, I just want to say, you know, Bernie Sanders supporters, they have to realize that it does not look like Bernie really is going to have a chance of being the nominee. And keeping that in mind, when we lose in South Carolina, when we lose on Super Tuesday, the delegates going to be stacked up to the point where it's basically going to be almost over. And just remember, I mean, Hillary's going to be our candidate. She's going to be the one we put up against Trump. So don't take her down. Don't bring her down. Don't bring down the Democratic Party. We've got bigger fish to fry in November. Absolutely. Attack the Republicans, right? Exactly. Because I mean, honestly, Hillary, Hillary, Hillary and Bernie like each other. I think we all know that. Respect each other. We all know that. They're much more cordial. Yes, there have been some times, I think, when they were both – I think Iowa and New Hampshire were, were very stressful um, for both of them. And I, and I think, honestly – um, you know, Bernie maybe got a little big for his britches, and she was brought down a notch, and maybe she needed to be, and and they 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 were getting crazy. But you know, uh, d- to me, there's they agree on almost everything. So just pick on some things, perhaps in records. Like he is he is totally within his right, and I think it's smart as a candidate to point out that she voted uh, for the war in Iraq. However, 
she needs to uh, speak to uh, the legislation that now Sandy Hook parents are you know, suing on, which helped gun manufacturers and NRA types uh, that Senator Sanders had voted uh, you know, in favor of uh, years ago. Those are just two examples. Just on the issues they disagree on where it's – you know, you don't need to, to, to bring up – who somebody's friends with, or somebody got arrested, or you know who 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 hung out with black people more? Do you know what I mean? We are we are exactly. better than that. We're better than that. Yeah, the personal attacks need to stop, and, and the personal attacks against Hillary have been just some of them really outrageous and not even based in factual information, and they just need to get real. You know, Hillary's not not a Republican. She's not a right winger. You know, get over it. You know, the fact that you know capitalism exists, the fact that America is a capitalist country. You know, you're not going to get rid of the capitalism with one political campaign. And, so- and, and there are Republicans that will vote for Hillary if Trump's the nominee because they will not vote for him. There are well, – I know, I know, I know men- plenty of women that, you know, that are, you know, voting, you know, registered Republicans. See, that, that's that another thing. You know what? It's interesting. You say, I don't care what like – I, I agree with you. I don't care what the polls show. Maybe it's because I'm a chick. Maybe it's because I hope this. I feel at the end of the day – Women are going to look up there and see – if women look up and see Hillary and Trump, I think you're going to see female numbers. Uh, and it would be in, incre- incredible, you know, if, uh, like never before. We will we will see because Bernie had the females, but she just did that in Nevada. Her female numbers were incredible, and Senator Sanders had v- better Hispanic numbers than I thought he would have. Anything else? Well, I'd just like to say I, mean, I think Bernie Sanders has run a great campaign. He's done much better than anybody's expected. Absolutely. I think we should give him all the credit for that. But just remember, you know, it looks like Hillary's going to be the nominee, so let's get behind uh, the person who's going to be the nominee. All right. Thank you so much for your call, and I look forward to hearing from you again, Jake. Uh, let's go to, let's see, George is in Cali also, line one. Um, uh, George, uh, you are a right-winger and Trump supporter, right? We are an equal opportunity talk show, so welcome to the program, George. Uh, why uh, Do you think Trump's going to win? And he's, he's leading by double digits everywhere he goes. Hello, Leslie. I'm happy to be here. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, it uh, shows everywhere, and his real strength is that he wins uh, crossover. There are no segments of the electorate that supports him, that not supports him. Therefore, uh, on the map, it's only one color. So in the history, he comes down that uh, no other reference can be done, like uh, in the past, that north of South Carolina was belonging to Huckabee or um, uh, the other candidate, uh, he is generally wipes out everything, every delegate. Okay. All right. You, 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 you heard it here. I mean, he, he, he does, but I don't know that's always the way that it's going to be. George, let me ask you something. If all the Republicans rallied around a Rubio or a Kasich, do you think that they could beat him? Because you do have a lot of numbers spread out over a lot of people. Uh, Rubio is running for the party and not running for the people. Uh, uh, George, I'm sorry. I asked you a question at 30 seconds left. My apologies. Call us tomorrow um, or at the end of the week, and I will finish up your call. I promise. I'm Leslie Marshall. If I didn't get to your calls, my apologies. Catch me tomorrow on America's News or on Fox News Channel in the 10 a.m. Eastern hour. And thank you to Steve Trippi sitting in for Mark and Andrew Tomney, my assistant producer, and all of you who listen and make the show possible. We really appreciate you being part of our family. Have a great afternoon and evening.